Hey, everybody, and welcome to our review discussion about Cities Without Number, a cyberpunk-themed setting in the Without Number family by Kevin Crawford. This game is currently in Kickstarter, finished with Kickstarter. I'm not sure how that works. It's done with its initial run. It was fully funded over like 900%. I think the last message I received in early July was that it was going through its final checks and being sent to print. So we should have it, I think, later this year. With that, there was a variety of extra mechanics kind of added in and changed as we played. And we kind of rolled with it as we went. And we'll talk about it a little bit more here. But for anybody interested, I do think it's in a state that's playable if you want to try to grab it early. If not, it should be releasing soon. And with that, let's break it down and talk about the game. Let's start with, I guess, the PDF itself. It was, it was fairly nice. The pictures in it are definitely thematic and pretty cool looking. I like that it was a double column PDF. I prefer those. Personal preference, though. And uh, it felt a little mechanical i guess you could say it's very just explains things in very great detail the pdf to me had some really cool pictures like i love the cyberpunk feel of those kind of photos like it looks very spacey and cyberpunky and it looks awesome um one thing that really satisfied me with this book was it being organized um it was very easy to find stuff in this book um most of the things were in order and the lore was kind of there for interpretation um on your own imagination for most of it like you could you could tell um he put some work into this book i i know i think all all three of us can attest that We've played his games before and he he writes a really good rule book. Like it's all very organized in a great way. Nothing is like split up and hard to find like other games we've played. So it's like pretty straightforward. It's always easy to find like the specific rule you need. Um, I think as, as far as lore goes, I know that was some of the last stuff added to the book. And wasn't really there when we started playing. But I know as we have played and new copies have come out, there's been more gaps filled, uh, like uh, a timeline that you can use. You don't have to use, but a timeline you can use for your city uh, and various other, you know, there's been some lore added about cyberspace and, and very various like uh, different cybernetics and even like a, a cyber psychosis type of mechanic and lore to that was kind of added more recently as well so i think it he kind of gives you a great toolkit to play a game with just enough lore to be useful but not lock you into any one thing specifically yeah and it it's also pretty cool how as he's adding the lore like seeing that from as he's writing it like it's telling the story as he creates the book which is pretty cool
let's talk about character creation and leveling up uh talents or well what are they called edges and foci foci um i'll let you guys talk on that since you're the ones that really made characters i guess i felt that making a character in the system it you can be so detailed into like you can like hyper focus into one thing just because there's so many options especially in like edges and foci to really narrow down what type of character you want and i love that the downside of that is there are a lot of options uh so it can be a little bit overwhelming once you get to the finer details of your character i like that so i'm okay with it uh, but it could be a little confusing for some new players i agree um there is a lot of options to creating a character for this for sure um between choosing a background, choosing your edges and your foci, um, you can get very specific or you can build a very wide range of a character. But like you said, later on, as you start getting more foci, more edges, more skill points, like there was... How many skills were there? 21 skills, just normal skills on top of a bunch more foci and edges so it can get overwhelming the more and more you get into it but all in all the creation super easy um and he has it in a very straight path of creation starting from attributes working all the way down to your foci and all that stuff so yeah yeah if you follow the book it's it is very well laid out the how to build a character properly in order and does make it quite a bit easier I can talk a little bit on uh, character progression, I guess, as well. Um, I like the way you level up in this game. I like how increases work and how you get like a variety of a certain amount of skill points to spend each level. And I like the way that those increase. Um, there is a whole section on mission rewards and like how much experience to pay out per like the type of mission. Uh, if you want to do it that way, I like kind of just, I guess it's sort of the same, but I like playing milestone play where, you know, at certain levels they level up. That's kind of my go-to, but there is a full, you know, kind of step-by-step -step way to assign XP to how difficult the mission is going to be with various modifiers to that as well. From the player side, I agree with the milestones because it doesn't, it allows you to um, get more into the story and like play your character rather than it just be an XP farm. So, you want to talk about ease of learning? So, ease of learning for me personally was. It was it was pretty easy to understand the book just because of how organized it was. So it helps you learn as you go. Um, there is a lot of mechanics to this game. There's a lot of rules to read through. Uh, a lot of balancing that was done just to make it fun. Um, for a new person, I could see that being a lot and very overwhelming. There are a lot of rules that go into play to make things work. Um, now, like you said before, Tyler, we've played without number games before and i will say when we first started 
stars without numbers. It was it was a little difficult at first to pick up on the rules. We were also fairly new to the two D six system. So um as far as have played before, I think this one pretty much touches the same as all the without numbers. But as a new person, I can see this being very difficult to learn. Yeah, it's kind of where I stand on it too, is as playing a similar system before with the without number system it's been easier to learn it but still a little couple hurdles along the way of understanding rules and 2d6 mixed with a d20 for saving roll or saving throws and all that kind of stuff can make it a little bit confusing and i don't want to say convoluted but sort almost um so for a new player it could definitely be a hurdle to jump over but for me the 2d6 system by itself is nice and super easy to learn i think my opinion is a little bit biased because we've played so many without number games uh we've played several campaigns and stars without number so when we found out this was coming out and even going into it it was like just reading through the book and going oh this is like this this is like that and just a lot of it just connecting automatically uh, made it real easy for us to pick up. But like you said, like it might be a little difficult uh, for someone that's never played a without numbers game to hop straight into it. Yeah, without... Or if they are going to, to make sure to take the time to really give the book a good, solid read to get a grasp yeah. of the mechanics. Don't just read the book the night before you play a game. Yeah. I don't think anything's hard to understand or too difficult. It's just no. you need to, you know, and I, I would assume most people do, but you need to commit to giving it a good read through for sure. Yeah. The rules really only stretch like 20 pages out of this, like 200 and something page book. So there really aren't too many rules to go over, but they all play off each other. So definitely give it a good read as far as that goes. I think we talked about it a little bit, but the dice system of this being 2d6, and then, I, I mean, I guess you use a d20 occasionally, as well as the various die you use for damage, but I love uh, 2d6 as a skill rolling mechanic. It's by far probably my favorite thing I've, I've played with in any of the systems I've played. Uh, I feel like it gives you the best range of succeeding and it it being kind of difficult, but like not impossible. Like it feels like it's felt the best balance for me. Um, with anything we've really played. Um, how do you guys feel about the dice we roll, and I guess the various mechanics of the game? I I agree. Two d six. Oh, it's always felt good when you're rolling a two the two d six for skill checks. It's like you know there's always a chance you're at least going to get close to what you're trying to get to. I mean, yeah, every now and again, obviously, you get really low numbers, but it just felt like you're succeeding more or getting close to succeeding more uh, than other systems I've played. As for actual mechanics, I guess hacking would be the one I would talk about most. Um, I liked the verbs and subjects. I like the little bit of complexity and the options it gave you to be more specific with what type of hacker you wanted to be 
obviously I was more of a surface hacker. Once I got into nodes, I couldn't really do too much, but I liked that. I liked that I, I had to pick. Um, but saying that, it can be a little much and can get a little confusing again. Uh, so I'm not, I didn't get to play around with nodes too much uh, as I didn't really spec into it, but I felt the verbs and subjects were an amazing addition to hacking. And yeah. I agree with the 2D6. It's, I enjoy it very much for the skill checks and all that stuff. Like it makes it very simplistic and it allows you to get more of a feel of like success um, rather than just rolling a D20 because there's a huge range on D20s, right? But 2D6 just makes you feel like a normal person and not hitting like always going for that nat 20, you know what I'm saying? Now, Obviously, we used a lot of D20s for attacks. That's usually just your normal attack roll. Um, but that was that was just to attack to see if you hit. And then, obviously, you played on all the other dice, like D10s, D12s, all that stuff, based off of your weapons, stuff like that. That's pretty typical of most TTRPGs. Um, but I do very much enjoy the 2D6. Um, as far as mechanics go, there is so much in play with this system um with any without system but this one specifically there was a lot of mechanics involved um with everything um we had created a custom character sheet for this and going into looking at some of the balancing of some of the mechanics there's definitely some balancing that needs to be done as far as like magic side goes but as far as all the mechanics play into every role there's a lot involved Yeah, there's there's three things I want to hit on uh, in terms of mechanics. And the first one, uh, kind of like you just mentioned, is the magic system, which when we started our campaign, it wasn't in the it wasn't out yet. Uh, it didn't exist. Uh, but there are rules added now and will be as they're optional rules, but to create a cyberpunk world that has uh, a touch of magic to it with various uh, spells and like summoning spirits and it's not something we touched at all and it's completely optional and like Robert was saying it can be uh, some of the spells are quite powerful uh, very so they're yeah, definitely something you would want to be careful uh, letting players sling around uh without just completely deleting buildings or catching people on fire. So it's it's cool. Uh, it probably has a unique place, um, but definitely take a look at it before you throw it in there. The other two things are, I want to touch on hacking a little bit as well. Uh, it is a huge upgrade, obviously, from stars without numbers hacking mechanics, which were pretty light. Um, I feel like our campaign type might have contributed slightly to the fact that you were more of a surface level hacker because we didn't really have a whole lot of downtime where we got paid and you got to buy new programs. And even the yeah. game really the game really only took place over a span of two days. Um, yeah. So you didn't even really have time to like switch out your programs often. So it might have been a little on my end for like just the, the pacing of the campaign that made it that way. I think um, it was also just the the programs I chose to begin with led to it as well 
Yeah, it, I mean, you never really know where you're gonna, what you're gonna need, and when you're gonna need it. Um, I think that's a a big thing is like uh, planning out your scenarios and prepping for them correctly is one of the big things of the game, I guess you could say. And lastly, I want to talk about uh, something we haven't said yet, which is the trauma mechanic. Um, everybody, ha- well, I guess it would be trauma and injuries, but all the characters have a level of trauma that they can withstand. And when you get hit with an attack, um, along with rolling your damage, you roll for trauma. And if your trauma roll beats the beats the target's uh, trauma rating, you do a higher amount of damage multiplied by like two or three, and then you roll on an injury table that can consist of anything from like a one shot or putting you in a coma or like blowing off cyberware and i think that's even how the that's how the game ended for aspect right was getting uh shot and then a successful trauma roll for triple the damage um which i love i love the lethality about it i agree yeah 100 percent. even though i died from it i love it in fact i think uh, just a little bit here is it's a mechanic we're going to take into other without number games when we play them again. Uh, we liked it so much. Yeah, I like the the feeling that any wrong decision could just lead to, yeah, you're dead now. I'm an avid lover of lethal games, like video games, table games. Like yeah. The difficulty level attracts me to the game, and that's one thing that is very very good to this game for me plus i just i like to look at it as an opportunity to play one of my 80 other backup characters yeah now some people get attached to their characters so it is it is a little bit of a downside that you could just get one shot like aspect did right it was what seven damage on the hit and he would have been fine and then trauma turned it to 21 and got immediately deleted so All right, so give me your final thoughts. I'd say awesome system. I mean, again, I think we're all biased here. We've all played without number systems before, so the 2D6 for me was amazing. I love it. Uh, Could be a bit overwhelming for a newer or even somewhat experienced player. Uh, I think you could use it for short or long games, depending on what you're trying to play. Just that to make sure to invest the time to fully read the book before playing yeah i uh i agree um the bias side on the um these systems is kind of i mean we've played a lot of them so it's hard for us to be completely unbiased about this system but i do agree that this is a good system um it goes along with all the without numbers uh kevin crawford's pretty good at creating these they're fun I enjoy them. What's your final thoughts, Tyler? Um, the GM side. Yeah, they're all over. Uh, I love Without Number. It's probably my favorite system. Stars Without Number is my favorite system. I'll go f- so far as to say that. So yes, 
totally biased here. Um, I think we were geeking on playing this game for quite a few months before it was even like available to us. Um, so, I mean, I'm full in. There's a few things that I'm a little eh on, like the magic, but it's it's you don't need it, so don't put it in. Um, other than that, I think my like my biggest like downside is probably like the amount of stuff like items and cyberware and then the mods for cyberware and then the mods for your guns. And it's not that that's bad. It's just a lot to take in sometimes. But I mean, that's just the amount of free time you have, right? I probably it probably affects the DM more than anyone else because it's easy to remember what's on your own character, but it's hard for a DM to remember everyone's characters and what they have. Yeah, I'll give you an example is aspect having the frisk skill and I constantly have to be like, shit, what cyberware did that guy have? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the time. So it's like I had to constantly have a list of like all the cyberware ready for when it was for when you frisk. No, <laughs> knowingly, we're going to frisk anybody you encountered. So yeah, was, everyone, every single yeah. person I encountered. Yeah, that's touching on the cyberware like. There's a lot in here, and it's very hard for the DM to like keep track of that. It's even hard for players to keep track of it. I had eight cyberwares on each, and it was it was difficult sometimes to keep track of them and remember like what I had. Like I didn't remember I didn't have low light till the end, you know. Um, stick pads was another one. Didn't really use that until the end because I completely forgot about it. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot. I enjoy it, and I will continue to play without number systems. What would you rate it? Um, cities without numbers, I would give it an 8 out of 10. Um, lost a few points just because of the balancing and the amount of mechanics that uh, tie into a few things. There's a lot of extra mechanics, that's why. Same same kind of boat as you, and I gave it uh, 9 out of 13 USBs. I'll give it resounding 9 out of 10 applications of lurch in the backseat of a car. <laughs> <laughs> it was a trauma center back there. It was. It was good. I think a final thought of on my end, I guess, would be that I tried to give us like this straightforward kind of on rails campaign. Um, and I think it works better when it's a big open world where you're kind of just doing stuff. So I think uh, our next game will be sandbox and I'll just let you do whatever you want and we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I uh, want to thank everybody for listening. Um, it was enjoyable for sure. Uh, we did create a custom character sheet for Cities Without Numbers. It's a custom smart sheet that will be available in our Discord. Um, so if you're interested and you want to play our custom character sheet, hop in our Discord, um, say what's up, and uh, ask for the sheet. I'll give it to you. Appreciate you. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I almost just left the Discord.